I am the master of the mechanical stuff, and you, Jim West, are the master of the greatest movie of all time. Today in the show, Wild Wild West. The greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie. Come on and hear me now. Greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast is the greatest movie podcast. Come on and hear me now. Greatest movie podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the Greatest Movie of All Time podcast, the show in which I, your co-host, Cowboy Rick Barrasso, and I, your co-host, General Bloodbath McRick, <laughs> we're going to watch every single movie ever made, we're going to help figure out which is the greatest of them all, and we welcome back uh, one of, if not our favorite guests to the show, Chris, uh, do you want to you give yourself a nickname? Well, yeah, well, everyone knows me by now, I hope. Chris the Bod Bonapani. Yay! Make sure you put that big applause, though. Make it sound like it's really... Absolutely. Add claps here. <laughs> we're going to do it. Well, we're... Um, we're talking Wild Wild West today. Why'd you let out a sigh like Yeah, Rick. What's uh, up, what's, what's up? We're going to get to it. This was, a, this was a Rex pick, but we're going straight to the Wild Wild West. Uh, last week we had an episode on Rocky, and uh, it was a great one. We went the distance on Rocky. Check that one out, on or any of our library for that matter. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, or whatever app you use. Subscribe, review if you can. It's extremely helpful for the show. Uh, and if you enjoyed it, or if you have anything else you want us to cover, let us know on social media. We are the Greatest Movie of All Time podcast on Facebook. We're at Great Movie Cast on Twitter. We're at Rick and Rec on Instagram, and you can always shoot us an email. I have a quick question about okay. Rocky for you guys. Okay. You didn't really touch on it. Well, okay. you, you touched a little bit on the topic, but not the answer. Is Rocky a Christmas movie? No. No. All right. I don't. I don't think. I don't I, think that's it is. That's why I had to ask you guys. I mean, you you guys would know. Doesn't it happen at Thanksgiving? It's a Rocky Four is a Christmas movie. Isn't that the one you love the most? Me? Oh, that's five. No, you love five. <laughs> no, I my favorite is three. But the Rocky is kind of a Christmas movie. Well, it, it takes place... The fight is on New Year. The fight is on New Year. A Christmas yeah. movie should be about <laughs> the spirit of Christmas. Yeah. Isn't Therefore, Die of... Hard to Me is not a Christmas movie. All right. But Rocky's got a little bit more spirit of Christmas going no, on. No, they don't even mention Christmas. There's not one point where Rocky's like, yo, yo. Yeah, the whole scene where he throws him nutty is on <laughs> Christmas Eve. <laughs> when he throws him nutty and kicks everyone out. Well, uh, anyways, as our old uh, good friend our old civil war buddy bruce wayne would say tell your friends about us uh, but now into the wild wild west uh wild wild west is a 1999 action movie uh, action comedy directed by barry sonnenfeld it stars will smith as jim west kevin klein as artemis gordon uh, kenneth Branagh as arliss loveless and selma hayek as rita escobar all of whom deserve better uh it made $222.1 million on a $241 million budget. It's got a 4.9 on IMDb, a solid 16% on Rotten Tomatoes, Oof. and a 38% on Metacritic. Wow. Metacritic. better. <laughs> Ebert. What do you think he thought? Okay, who just get this out of the way first? Don't look at me as if, like, Derek loves this movie. I think it's fun to watch. For the listening audience, there was a stare down when Ebert's name was mentioned. Yeah. I'm going to just go on a limb and say that Ebert absolutely loved it. No, he didn't. Uh, One out of four. Uh, Wild Wild West is a comedy dead zone. You stare in disbelief as scenes flop and die. The movie is all concept and no content. The elaborate special effects are like watching money burn on the screen. Wow. Uh, for positive one, Bob Graham of the San Francisco Chronicle says, The ace in the hole in Wild Wild West is Shakespearean Kenneth Branagh as the villain Loveless. Joe Morgenstern of the Wall Street Journal says, Having seen Wild Wild West, a retro sci-fi western comedy that tries to get laughs in a, from a double amputee in a steam-powered wheelchair, I must ask, Where's the rest of the movie? The funny part. I love this movie. I was oh. just say, like, yeah, this one of my. When you said Wild Wild West, I was like, oh, that's something. 
definitely. Yeah. I, are, you, are you joking? or No, I actually love this movie. I've always defended this movie. Well, we're going to be on the same page then because I find it kind of funny. Well, let's get Rick then. Let's team up on Rick I today. Even, I'm not even here to beat up Rick because I don't have to because <laughs> this movie is just so good. <laughs> well... Um, those are rough. Those are some rough. There's, there's some tough reviews. Some tough reviews in it, here. It actually ties into something we'll talk a little bit later. Okay. Well, um, let's uh, let's talk about what happens in the movie. And Derek, I um, I'm going to ask you to give me some leeway on this one because uh, there's somebody who already described the events of this movie a lot better than I could. Uh, somebody who really could craft some words. Somebody who's actually royalty. Someone who is a fresh prince. He told us what happens in the movie, and I'm going to just share what he had to say about it. Okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> Wiki Wild. Wiki Wild. Wiki Wild Wild West. Jim West. Desperado. Rough Rider. No, you don't want nada. None of this. Six gun in this. Brother running this. Buffalo Soldier, it's like I told you. Any damsel that's in distress, be yeah, out of be out of when, the, they, when, when they meet Jim West. West. Yes, uh, I'm glad you know the story. Uh, roughneck, so they gotta check the law and abide. Watch your step or flex and get a hole in your side. Swallow your pride. Don't let your lip react. You don't want to see my hand where my hip be at. With Artemis from the start of this, running the game. James West, taming the West. So remember the name. It goes on from there, but you get it. Um, it's really just um, the magnum opus of our time. Probably the greatest song ever written. The, the best, the best lyric in the entire song. He's like, "I'm the slickest they is. I'm the quickest they is. Did I say that I'm the slickest they is?" I mean, what a great lyric. He is, and that's really what the movie's about. That he is the slickest, the quickest, and the, and the slickest. <laughs> Uh, it's kind of misleading though because Jim West is by no way a desperado yeah nor is he a buffalo soldier so <laughs> look it's like I told you <laughs> uh, but I mean the point is he's going straight to the wild wild west and that's that's really how we're going oh and this movie does get fucking wild oh yes it does it's up to its title yes it does so here's the uh, here's the one thing I do want to uh, give credit to this movie for uh, before we go on I just want to make it known and it's Perhaps one of my more shameful secrets. Uh, this is the first movie that I ever saw in a theater without an adult present. Wow. Yeah. Good it was start. Good my, start. Yeah. My Good drunk start. uncle, uh, it wasn't like he was drunk at that exact moment, but he, he was <laughs> a drunk. He uh, dropped me and my brother off and was like, all right, have fun. See you later. Probably wants to go. You know what? I think I, saw, I think I saw the same year. I think I saw Mystery Men by myself. It was the oh. first one. This was not the summer of 99. 99, yeah. Yeah, we're back to 99, by the way. There's no fucking... I mean, no the Oscars way. that we've talked about more <laughs> than know. anything. There's no freaking way my dad was going to take me to see this. How did or, this not make it? Or <laughs> drop me off to see it. So, I saw this on cable first time. I, I wanted to see it. Dad, can we go see WoW? And he looked at the trailer. He's like, absolutely not. <laughs> he was... Not happening. Well... Solid decision by Ange. Uh, but let's uh, let's go to what we liked about the movie. Let's talk about our. Uh, let's try to pull you out of your let's, movie. Let's let's I mean, you let's. Been too for this well, let's let's talk. Let's talk what we like. I'll go first. Yeah, you know, let's let's do it. Uh, this is my uh, number three scene. Would be uh, the scene where Jim and Artemis are magnetized together by the neck. And uh, I, you know, I think there's some uh, some pretty uh, pretty decent uh, physical comedy in like, that yeah. in that scene. I like the it's scene. It's not bad, right? I like it's fun. Terrible. It's fun. That that one scene. Okay, it's some nice physical comedy. That you know, there's there's a little bit of gay panic, which I didn't love, but uh, you know, yeah, in racial gay. Panic. Yeah, yeah, interracial gay panic. Always good. Always good with your Will Smith comedy. Um, he, I mean, it really wasn't anti-gay. It was just like just leave this part out. I would prefer if you did. That's all. I mean, yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot of gay I don't want my grandchildren movie. thinking there's that a, I'm... I'm not, not that you're a man, but Artemis Gordon. Come on, Jim West can do better. I think well, that's it, what it, he was, meant. It was the 1860s. It was the 1860s, and it was 1999. There was just a little too much gay panic in this for me. I mean, you have okay. you have Artemis dressing up as a woman and being like, you were an ugly woman, ha, 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 ha. It's, yeah, it's dumb. Uh, that, that scene did not make my top three. But Chris, um, what's so your number three favorite scene? My favorite scene, number three, I like the opening set piece. I feel like the opening set piece yep. is a perfect way... To establish all the characters, uh, the motivations right off the bat, 
And it has like the homage to the good old fashioned bar fight. We get to meet McGrath and Loveless. You know, Loveless is lurking in the shadows. And, you know, you, you meet all the main characters with the exception of Rita right off the bat in a clear way. It's like, okay, so this is the movie that, this is what we're signing up for. Let's go with sure. it. Derek, what's your three? Uh, I don't have a top three, actually, the, okay. this episode. I've you just love the whole movie. Because I'm defending this movie, I'm going to wait till you both are done and I'm going to name all the good parts of this movie. So continue. All right. Uh, my number two scene is the scene on the train where Will Smith keeps saying, that a is a man's, man's head. head. <laughs> <laughs> the last time he says it, you can tell he's about to crack. Yeah. He's like, that is a man's. And when he goes to say head, he has to smile. Head. It's so, I think the comedy is great there. Yeah. I'm, a little, I'm, a little, um, I'm a little skeptical of the science. I don't think you can put a projector through a dead man's head to see well, his last the last image you saw. And about, about the science, Rick. It's not literal. I, it's yeah, a movie. Sure. And then you have to put glasses on the head. See, yeah, I mean, it's it's funny. Like it's there's funny. good there's good banter in this movie. There's some good bits. There's some there's some good banter in this movie. Chris, what's if, your? If uh, you like dry humor, that's a good joke. Like, sure. oh, it's blurry, and then it's like, oh, try the glasses. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, if you're into really dry stuff. Um, so my number two, I love this the scene, the set piece where where West meets East. It's Loveless's dumbest, joke. Can, dumbest I, joke. can I just say though, Bai Ling, she looks fucking good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's what I'm all about. I'm all about Bai Ling in that too. movie. So well, she's like, let's, she's let's address it. Selma Hayek is one of the most beautiful women ever walked the earth, in my opinion. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, Bai Ling poke. She's like, she's like. Are you just a, a dangerous criminal who likes to poke around? She gets her butt up on the thing. It's like, camera shot's like, there you go. Remember when we first started in 99? How, how much that did for you? Let's see. I yeah. was 12. Yeah. And I was ready to go. Absolutely. This, that was, I was the Wild Wild West. I, I will say, I think the guy coming out of the painting is, is very cool. I think that's a, that's a cool effect. Very, very cool. And I had yeah. that listed as well. And just that the, all the painting stuff was really cool. Yeah. Although he shoots around the room and somebody from the ceiling falls. I don't get that. But he didn't aim his gun up there. I mean, I think that's that's the joke, Derek. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, like, this, it's kind of a goof, though. No. This is like the James Bond section of the movie. It was right? like a grip, yeah. a grip. The, the, film. the only thing it's missing is when West is sneaking around the corner. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, 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 dun. He even introduces himself as West Jim, Jim West. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then there's, yeah. Like, yeah. there's some sex, there's some murder. And yeah. There's um, casually leaving the scene of five yeah. dead, you know, bad guys. Yep. Amazing that nobody noticed. Yeah, Ar- Artemis is kind of like if Q and Felix were yeah. one character. Yeah, like that's. It's kind of what he Which is. was like the old show, which was like the basis of the old show. Yeah. The yeah. old show was like, you know, it's cheap to shoot um, spy stuff. Yeah. Because it's, it's just walking, you know, it's investigating. Sure. In Hollywood, there's a thousand Western sets. So it's like, oh, let's do the spy stuff on a, as a Western. Yeah. yeah. So th- this is like the only point in the movie that's given homage to the show. If any one of you guys, do you ever watch the show? I've not. No, and and that's a big thing of of me looking up the, uh, you know, the critiques about this. A lot of the people were like, if you think about the old show, and it's like, I get it, but this should also be a standalone thing. And I think that's probably why. If I had seen the old show, maybe I would have been like, oh man, they're not doing this justice at all. This this seems like a natural place to bring up what I had for miscellaneous. So I'm going to give you guys the Mission Impossible series. Mm -hmm. Other than that, what's the best movie remake of a TV show. Also produced by John Peters. Yeah. Batman. You th- well, is that I, I would consider that From more this, of a I, the, I would consider the, that more of a more of a adaptation of the character than the, the Adam West TV show. The Adam's family. Because there's that's a good that's a good show. Also Barry Sonnenfeld. Also and I was I was gonna say uh the Brady Bunch uh is in there as well that that mid nineties. I mean yeah. I mean the, the movies are pretty panned, but I think oh, they're funny. There was a lot um, Mr. Magoo. Yeah, there's a ton of them. That's what I'm saying. There's a, there's, yeah. there's a lot of Every these. Every show was becoming a, sh- a movie. Yeah. Well, the Adam's Family was like the early 90s. Yeah. So Barry Sonnefeld kind of started it. Yeah. And that's another weird one where like, the, the sequel was better than the original. Like Adam's Family Values was better than the first one. I think it's more of like a 90-89 thing. Like, it could go either way for me. Yeah. 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 B plus and A minus and then the okay. interchangeable. Yep. Yep, I hear you. Um, so my number one scene is the introduction of Dr. Loveless, well, the, the true introduction when he has lines and he trades barbs with Jim. And he with Jim. out of the Abraham Lincoln yeah. thing. Yeah, don't you just hate that song. <laughs> uh, no, he, I, we'll, we'll talk about him more, but yeah, he, he definitely brings the right energy to the movie. And then his, his beard. He, yeah, what, no, he knew what he was doing. He knew, he knew he what he was doing more so than... Yeah. yeah. And uh, he... 
the then he just goes and like there's no basis in fiction for like especially black men and men with no legs don't like each other there's nothing like wh- where did that come from it, but it's funny yeah and they like have to call back to it when they're like dangling at the end of the movie when they're like dangling off the giant fucking spider uh, I think what it is is like you know they, they were trying to let's acknowledge that Jim West is now black but let's also acknowledge Loveless's handicap and that's what he like I have this on you you have this on me I think that's what they were going for but it works when they're it, 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 I don't know why it works but it, it does work it, it does that's work. when I think of this movie I number one I think of the song and number two I think of them like making fun yeah. of each other and let's refrain from quoting any of that yeah we're not gonna do that uh but yes, it was like what? Why? How is this in this movie? Like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah. Speaking of science, since you're so enthralled with the science of it, how does the science of Loveless work? I don't. I don't know. He seems very bitter about it, though. Yeah. Well, just looking at the makeup and the digital effects. Miss, in the miscellaneous section, I did hear that Kenneth Branagh was on his knees a lot of the movies. So we had to get up every few minutes because his legs were just completely numb. <laughs> Let's see. You'd figure in 99, they'd figure a sling situation. To this day, like, 2020. The Matrix like, came out this movie, year. <laughs> when that movie is on, either that movie or Forrest Gump, anybody who's in a wheelchair with no legs, my mom, yeah. how did they do that? <laughs> mom, I've told you a zillion times, it's called CGI. <laughs> What's CGI? They put on a pair of green pants and they fucking key it out. And that's mom, most you, of it. You do know Kenneth Branagh lost his legs in the, in the Civil War, right, Mom? Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's, he's 280 years old. He lost legs? Yeah, and a lung, a pancreas, two legs. The ability to to reproduce. reproduce. (laughs) Do we ever lose our sense of humor? (laughs) All right, so that's my favorite scene. Chris, what's your uh, your number one scene? Um, I think, you know, the final set piece. This is where the movie, it just flies completely off the rails. John Peters, at this point, is directing this movie. Yeah. (laughs) And the spider, the image of the spider... He came to him in a dream or on vacation or something. We'll talk about the spider a little and bit later. That's, he, that's, he that's a been, tease. He had been trying. He was producing movies around the image of the spider, and uh, at this point, you've stuck with this movie, and you've seen how it gets progressively sillier. Every part of the adventure gets a little bit sillier. At this point, like now, you're just the the, the coke parties. We're off. We're off the rails. We're fucking out there, dude. We're, we're on the tenth line. Uh, of coke. Do, do you know he banged Vicky Vale? He banged Vicky Vale. <laughs> that's that's from Kevin Smith's thing. Uh, another another tease for what's coming up. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it, it's not even so wacky about the spider because we accept that. What's even wackier is in the next scene. This 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 third act all blends together for me. We got Will Smith and drag. Yeah, good bit. It's funny. It's a. Li- we're watching live action Looney Tunes. That, scene, that yeah. scene is ludicrous. John yeah. Peters is like, oh, you gotta do the drag Okay, so we'll, we'll, we'll just put that, that just because I feel like this is just gonna be more of a conversation at this point. But that scene, everyone's just okay with that happening. And like, not just our, our leader was taking over this country. There's just some random woman who's no one's met. Just let it happen. Not, see what happens. Sure. He's super horny for it. He's in the He's in the. He's in the middle of like. The thing he's yeah. been aiming for, like that cost him his legs. He was like, "I'm changing fucking... the country. Forget all Whoa. that. Forget all that." Well, Will Smith in drag slaps the shit out of him. Bugs, yeah, Bugs Bunny. She go <laughs> and and she like yeah yeah pretty much. He's Elmer Fudd in that fucking scene. He's like, "Wow." And that's not the most ridiculous part about the ending. The next scene, Gordon discovers flight 50 years ahead of schedule. Yeah, he just whips up a fucking flying machine. And now we have flight 50 years ahead of schedule. And that's the part where they're asking you to suspend disbelief. Everything leading up to that is like, all right, all right, I'm with you, I'm with you. And then it's like, all right, let's invite, let's invent helicopters. <laughs> so Derek, tell us now, what's all the, what's all the great things you, you about the You guys have named a lot of the funny things that I think are great in this. Uh, um, the last fight sequence is for me like, just so dumb, but it's so funny. Like when he's dropped down, he's gonna fight all these weird dudes. Like one of yeah, the out of nowhere, there's a, there's a robot like, guy. Like yeah. the no more Mister Knife guy is yeah. so <laughs> stupid. But and then like you know he's fighting the metal guy and he kicks him in the balls and it's just jing 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 jing. No, no. <laughs> like there's some funny bits there and like I learned that from a Chinaman. I just made that up. Like just stupid little catchphrases, but it's like I they're think real, I mean, they're trying to get the catchphrases to stick. Yeah, and they're, they're not, really they're, totally they're not, really but, like angling for a sequel. Well, well, this was a huge toy, 
tie-in. Yeah, sure. And so yeah. the more like memorable villains you have, the yeah. more toys. Like John Peters did Batman. Bob the Goon had a toy. Right. You know. And I remember reading that um, that scene wasn't in the movie originally for the first like uh, showing, and I guess they were like some of the people watching it were like. Wait a minute! He's just gonna fight some girls. Like, can we? Yeah. So, so he added a bunch yeah. more sequences with these different weird guys. Wouldn't it? Um, wouldn't it make more sense to just have it be McGrath that he's fighting? Right, right. Like it makes well, because McGrath is like he's got like the the hearing aid, like the horn, the old Tommy okay, hearing he spits aid. Out wouldn't it make sense to just keep him alive and have him be the 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 you know the almost boss fight at the end of the right, movie? Right. Here's the thing: getting back to like the show on the show, Loveless was actually a little person. And his henchman was played by Jaws from James Bond, okay. Richard, Richard Keel. So sure. that character is kind of a reference to the Richard Keel character. Okay. Don't yeah. ask me why I watched. But the then just have play. have that character around, you know? Like it's a, uh, yeah. Early early boss fight that doesn't happen. Yeah. Really, well, um, yeah. I, I also like the fight between him and Loveless. Like when Loveless is like just stomping him with those legs, and he's like, "I like to beat you in the Mississippi mud." Like <laughs> his stupid accent is so good. Yeah. There's a scene, if I had to actually pin down my favorite moment in the entire movie, it's when Loveless is leaving on the train, and he does that crazy maniac laugh. He's great at that. He's yeah. like, <laughs> I'm like, man, he nailed that. Like, he's such a great villain in a weird movie. Um, I love the scene where <laughs> Jim is going to get hanged for tapping on the boobies. <laughs> and he's, he's like, talking about how like redneck is a great word. He's like, red, color of strength, color of power, neck. Neck. <laughs> we all got red, right? And they're all just like, okay. Like, it's just such a stupid thing. And then he's like, will you marry me? And then she passes out and stuff. Uh, the paintings we had mentioned, I love that. That was really, really cool. That's a man's head. My favorite bit in the entire movie. Um, one of my other favorite comedic things is uh, the jokes were like, in any movie where someone's in another room and they hear something out of context... Yeah. And the scene I love is uh, Now Touch My Breast. Oh, yeah. Like, that that scene is great. Um, I'm now, still laughing at that scene. I've seen this movie a thousand times. <laughs> Unlike you, Rick, I, I really like this movie. I watch <laughs> it from time to time. Still but, laughing at but, it. But I think the line that gets me the most is, 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 is he's like, uh, you know, Kevin, you know, Now Touch My Breast. And you just hear in the background, Now Touch Yourself. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love that. Like, it's, it works I, so well. Like, I, the, guys, the train, like, yeah. took it out and was like, I knew it. What, like, I, what I really wanted was more... M.M. at Walsh yes. being more M.M. at Walsh yeah. Yes. Yeah. I want him to be like this and well, just I, I looked up, like obviously we're all M.M. Walsh guys I looked it up he's in over 200 things yeah okay, he's more, he's, he's, I wish he was in 200 more I know yeah. amazing <laughs> but that's just a list of the things that I, I really enjoy about the I movie. agree I agree all that stuff all, all right. of fun so what's uh What's your least favorite part, Derek? Let's let's. Uh, what's your least favorite part of this? Movie? Uh, oh, honestly, like I, I I can see where people are like, this is just so dumb. Like I get that mm-hmm. side of it. Um, I brought I saw the movie at the theaters, and then I brought at the time my best friend and my father to go see it. And after the movie, I was like, what'd you guys think? And they were like, that was terrible. So to <laughs> be like, to be clear, not your best friend anymore. No. Okay. No. Connected? Huh? Connected? What do you mean? To, 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 you took him to see Wild Wild West. You're no, no longer friends. Yeah. Oh no, no, not connected. No. <laughs> <laughs> Although maybe. Um, uh, but uh, I, I could see where the script is like it needs work. Like there's some of the, you know, when Kevin Klein yells the stupid stuff. It's kind of like uh, you could have come up with anything else in the script besides that line. You know what I mean? There are some things that that's like. On me though, so. But Kenneth Branagh yeah. and Kevin Klein are like they're great actors, yeah. and a lot of people in the critic, you know, IMDb are like these actors deserved better. You know what I mean? But, like, Kevin Klein hated the film. Hated the film. Hated it. Kevin Branagh never talks about the movie. Uh, you know, it, miscellaneous thing is, you know, Will Smith's mom is like, he's like, what'd you take, mom? And she's like, you've done better, baby. <laughs> like, there are things like that. I get it. Um, so that's the ultimate thing about being the worst. Um, a couple of things. Like, we, I already mentioned the Jim West in drag thing. Like, that whole scene is just a farce. Like, that's so yeah. unrealistic. Um and the other thing that was stupid that I thought was like good. when Rita just pops into the train after they left her like far, far, far behind and she's just in the train. Like, explain that to me, Artemis. Well, in the context of the film, they set that up because if you get on the back deck, you get launched. No, I get it. I get it. I also love the bit, and, and this is not my worst, obviously, but this is maybe my favorite, but when she wears Jim West's outfit like to go to bed and she's walking away and they just see her ass and they're yeah. just like, wait, 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 wait. Just, you look good in that. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, breath of fresh ass and then breast of fresh air. <laughs> Those were Kevin Klein. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally get why people are like this movie. I mean, come on. But I, I think the song's fun. I think the movie's fun. The villain's fun. 
I think Will Smith's always had a lot of charisma. Uh, Kevin Klein is I'm a big fan of his. So like every piece was in there for me. I would have liked to have seen this like a, maybe like a cool like, TV show with all these actors, but maybe that wouldn't have worked. I don't know. Chris, what's your least favorite part? Um, there's a couple. <laughs> One, the first, the foremost, most favorite, least favorite part is how serious people take this movie. It's lit- It's just so. It's supposed to just be brainless. Yep. Fun, Popcorn fun. Pretty images, cool costumes, cool set design. Just sure. shut it off. Kevin Klein is okay. the president too. Like it's, yeah. it's stupid. Okay, but but you know, rewind a year before this or two before this. Yeah. And you have same director, same star, Men in Black, way better movie. Yeah, I still think we it's the same movie. exact. Like it's the goofy fun. It's like, am I taking Men in Black seriously too? Like, like but I, you, the jokes are on the same level. Jokes are Men in Black's much funnier, and you know you want to talk about great villains like the villain in that yeah. is phenomenal. You want to talk about like the world building, the costumes, the sets, way better. You know, like okay, well that's like a matter of opinion though. Okay, what if Men in Black sure. was a '60s show, and it was, we a, did it, it was a comic book. Yeah, yeah. but if, but if, if oh, that sure. were if that were the case, I think it would maybe Men in Black the movie would have been the well, it wasn't the show, just yeah. like Wild Wild West. Is I have movie. never I, seen I, a I, second I, of the show. Oh, well, like, I'm saying I'm not saying you. I mean, you you specifically have your opinion, but a lot of people critiquing it were like, yeah. did not stick to the show, and I was like, yeah, it's kind of like watching MCU. Well, like, I, I've never read. I've never read the comics. West in the original show hated the most. He hated it. Yeah, because they took it. I think he I think he collected all the Razzies for it. Right. And like and handed them out to the actual. But also, like, when he was doing the show in the '60s, John Peters was not producing it. So how could you know? It's, of course, it's going to get much stupider. And Peters is at a point in his career where he is emboldened by his own success. Yeah. Because Batman was like still even the worst Batman movie made X amount of hundreds of millions yeah. of dollars. Right, right. The worst one was still like a huge hit. And so he looks at it as like people just want big. Ideas doesn't necessarily have to be a good idea. Giant spiders. The big idea. (laughs) Yeah. And and taking this is a summer blockbuster. It's a typical one. People need to just not take it so seriously. So this this kind of excuse me. This kind of leads into kind of my thought, which I kind of have in least favorite part here. But who is this movie for? Kids. But but is it? It's a. Because young, young, maybe young teenagers like twelve, but it's 13, like 14. it's like twelve to fourteen year old boys. Because anyone older than that's going to think it's dumb. Yeah. Anyone younger than that is not going to get a lot that of this puts stuff. Us, that puts us age wise, right? I will say, yeah. Rick, I will agree with you. That I think that clearly they didn't really know who they were giving this to. Yeah, because at the end, of, I remember reading some of the miscellaneous stuff, and at the end of it, they were like, "The script's kind of a mess." Well, yeah, and let's just throw this together have... because it needs to be a summer block. It, you saw how many writers were on it. Yeah, and I mean, anytime it's... you have like that many people writing something, everyone trying to get their stuff in yeah it's gonna just seem a mess no matter what honestly some people out there and I, and I disagree are like you know for me Will Smith and Kevin Klein have zero chemistry and I disagree, I, disagree. Yeah. I think they're really funny on the funny together I think that uh, it's the perfect odd couple uh, you know not maybe not perfect but like I, I think yeah. their jokes land it was tough to I recast th- thinking about who could capture that same kind of chemistry yeah in- and and not a lot of people probably know who Kevin Klein is at that point either. They know a fish called Wanda, maybe. Right. But um, he's a really good like theater actor and yeah, stuff. He's so like, yeah. I mean, w- w- was there anybody else like considered for that role? Do we know? Like, is there, you know, because who who at the time would have been around? Well, I know I, Mel Gibson was attached to it in the early '90s, but that rendition of it never happened. That, he yeah, he would have been Jim. He did another yeah. TV show though. Yeah. He did uh, Maverick, which yeah. is also a show from the West. The George 60s. Clooney was asked. The Fugitive. To do... The Fugitive might be the best one. Of all, yeah, The Fugitive as a show. Oh, Mission Impossible or The Fugitive? Um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, George Clooney was asked to be Artemis Gordon, but he was like, no, 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 I don't want a supporting role. And it was like, fuck you and your yeah. ego, George Clooney. I've always well, said he was that. right. Will Smith. Right. I mean, he's not a, he's, George Clooney's not a phenomenal lead actor. He's okay. I've always felt like about Will Smith in general is like his career is where Eddie Murphy would have done if Eddie Murphy was, you know, if he was still that age range. It was like when sure. Eddie Murphy got old enough, Will Smith started taking the Eddie Murphy roles. So yeah. it probably would have been if they did it ten years earlier. It probably would have been Judge Reinhold and Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe this, by this point, Eddie Murphy is like on the tail end of his like family. Yeah. Film, like you know, there's Doctor Doolittle's and his, his stuff like that. So, you know, he's heading into fucking Daddy Daycare or whatever. Daddy Daycare is good. I mean, it's fine, but it's not like you don't you don't want to see <laughs> yeah, that from yeah, from, yeah. from Eddie Murphy. No, I know. Um, so let's go to let's go to medals. Wait, I have one more oh, yeah, favorite. Okay. Where the fuck are they taking that spider at the end? 
Yeah, yeah no, I'm just right. gonna go. <laughs> they, 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 they travel back to the capital. Yeah, like you, they don't insinuate that the government wants to own the spider. At any point. <laughs> it's just kind of like this is just our ride. Off into yeah. the sunset, stereotypical of a western. But we're. Like, Are they traveling from Utah to Washington D.C. on that? I don't know. They don't explain. They just have them going off. The sunset's west, so they're going west with the spider. <laughs> <laughs> well, we get it. We gotta know what their their mission is. That that. Just look Grant at, gives I, them, yeah. They're together now. I guess they're a team yeah. now. And they got the Maybe spider. more. <laughs> Maybe lovers. And they got the spider. That's all we were giving. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the sequel. Well, here's, here's, the, here's the other thing. It's like, this this movie, World War One begins yeah. decades earlier. Because, right, the like, all the major... Well, not even that, but, like, all the major powers of Europe tried to just carve up the United States. Yeah. And, like... Start like this version of Grant is like we're going to fuck we're gonna fucking take Europe, fuckers. Like yeah, like th- so now they have a giant spider weapon. I guess yeah. <laughs> you know it's like they're at you know fucking Passchendaele and they're just like it's a giant spider. At the same time too, like they're promised certain things. The England's promised that they're yeah. in the colonies, yeah. and yeah. now it's taken away from them. It's yeah. So maybe England yeah. is like you know fuck you. We so, want to go to so, war so for this. Maybe we're the dumb ones for thinking this is dumb, and it's really some larger message about the U.S. imperial machine. I agree. <laughs> I agree with Loveless wholeheartedly. I think that united, divided should happen in this country right now. New England needs to be its own fucking country. That's that's a flaming hot take. That's a cold the take. That's, that's a cold take. <laughs> well, Loveless didn't want. He wanted united, divided, so he could create like a new South. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, he was on the wrong side. Of but the but army. give us to Britain. I'm fine with that. <laughs> it's it's weird that Loveless didn't want the actual South because I, he was like I he was like I'm gonna take all this yeah. territory which has never been slave owning and I'm I gonna make it the, the new Confederacy. I think that's a marketing thing. Like, <laughs> why do we, we're not gonna make the movie where the villain is trying to he is trying to rebirth the South? Yeah. But let's get rid of the Confederate flags. Let's go with the spider flag. Yeah, the spider Confederate flag. Yeah. I also love how Jim West is like. When he's being being hanged, he's like, and he's like, I'm about the slave owning. He's like, I don't know what the big deal is anyway. Like a little like under the cushion, little like, are you gonna get up off your big fat ass and pick on yourself? Like it was such a stupid joke. Like, All right, let's uh, let's go to medals. And Eddie Murphy would have killed that scene. <laughs> oh, oh, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if it was '89, yeah. yeah, he would have made it great too. Yeah. Well, let's go to medals here, uh, Chris. Who is your bronze medal? I got a guy that um, you guys know very well. His work. Bo Welsh, production designer. Okay. Love the sets, love the costumes. The I always remember like the the Loveless uh, bedroom. You guys check that scene out. There's all that fucking freaky sex shit. Yeah. Loveless bedroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But also the wallpaper is like cushion for couches, and it goes from the floor to the ceilings. Yeah. And that and like in a, when a movie's this dumb and you've seen it a few times, you pay more attention to that kind of stuff. So it goes to Bo Welsh for bronze. He did all like Edward Scissorhands. Iconic guy. This guy, he designs productions for, basically for all the Tim Burton movies and yeah. a bunch of others. But uh, Bo Welsh for bronze. Okay. Derek? I went with uh, Kevin Klein for bronze. Um, I'm a big fan of his. I, I think he's uh, I think he's underappreciated in this movie. I think a lot of kids who are watching this movie too are like, oh, I know Will Smith because of his hip-hop album and Fresh Prince, but who's this Kevin Klein guy? Mm-hmm. But he's a very talented actor. He's really funny. Um, you know, my favorite Kevin Klein movie is I Love You to Death. Have you seen that one? Oh, yeah, with the pizza, the the, pizza man? The pizza, the pizza yeah, guy yeah. who cheats on his wife and yeah. gets shot and stuff, and he just keeps staying this, alive. The comedy of errors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keanu Reeves, River Phoenix. It's, it's a really funny movie, and he does a great Italian accent in that. He does a great French accent and other things. He's fluent in French. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I just like watching him on screen, so I think he brings a lot to the movie. You know his wife? Oh, yeah. Um, Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates. From Gremlins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Phoebe Cates and I Love You to Death. She's, uh, she's in that one, too. Drop Dead Fred. Oh yeah, classic. <laughs> Phoebe Cates again. Yeah, great, great, great job. You know, Kevin you know, Klein. Phoebe Cates gets my bronze. Okay, Phoebe Cates for keep, for making Kevin uh, do this because she wants a bigger pool. Yeah, my my bronze is a uh, it's a tie between Kevin Klein and Will Smith. They get some good banter. I mean, they don't have anything on the real star of this movie, Al Pacino as the giant <laughs> spider, but uh, oh boy, Pacino <laughs> as Bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shied away from giving any actors a, a medal just because I feel like they shouldn't be held. They shouldn't, they shouldn't be held responsible. Uh, yeah, no, I think there's they have some there's some good banter here. I mean, you know, it's it's fine. Uh, that's really good to say. that's all I have to say about that. Uh, Chris Silver Silver. So Barry Sonnefeld, I like it. I, he he's kind of a precursor to corporate Sam Raimi. 
So yep. Raimi mentored under Sonnefeld. They, he did like DP work, background DP work, like second unit stuff. And I, actually, his Bill Pope, Raimi's DP, uh, direct DP. Sorry, I got a little mild dyslexia, guys. The DP, um, he did the second unit for this movie. So I like Sonnefeld. He kind of rehashes things he likes from his childhood. Sure. Yeah. So Sonnefeld makes a convincible. It's a convincing movie for. Yeah. Him. It's 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 definitely, like you said, his, his voice does kind of get lost towards the end. I feel oh, like yeah. he, he's he doesn't he's, own it past. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But there's some there's some Sonnenfeldian things there, Derek. Yeah, I still run with Will Smith. Um, and and, and maybe is it because he goes wiki wild? Well, that's that's part of it. Yeah. But I do think he has charisma in this movie. I think that people he's he's a he is a leading man, especially this mid to late '90s run is is incredible. Like he's he's a, he's. It's supernova of charisma. Yeah, and, and you know, I think it, it's. A, I feel kind of bad when people are like, "It's your fault. Like you were miscast." All I keep hearing is miscast, and like I think it was a good idea to cast yeah. him in this role. I think it, it brings the whole. Like you said, the whole movie is is now changed to him being African, too much being African American, yeah. and it changes the whole dynamic of the movie. But um, I think his comedy is good. I think his his acting is good. Like he does all the right things. He plays serious really well too. We've known that from the past. I think like. Six Degrees of Separation, like that movie. He's like insane in that movie. Like he has so many lines, um, but you know, I think uh, I think he brings a lot to the movie, and and, and I enjoy him. Uh, I went uh, Kenneth Branagh for my silver. Uh, I think he's the only one in this movie who understands what this movie is and what like it's what it should be as far as actors go. Like he's dialed up. You know, he's past eleven. He's up at fucking twelve or thirteen. Um, but yeah, it's he's. Every time he's on screen, he's uh, he's chewing it up. Yeah, he's, I agree. He is gnawing on that scenery like a fucking dog on a bone. Each one of those actors earned their action figure. Yeah, you know, indeed. Lot, if you're in big Hollywood movies, it's you know back in your mind you're thinking, I wonder if this is the one. Do I get my action figure? Yeah. Each one of those guys earned their toy. I would love a loveless action figure for my shelf. I, I gotta tell you, I had. I have this. I have this series. I got this line. All Can in the you box. just go when you go and just take a picture of it? Right? I just gotta see it. Yep, I I've also almost bought the Golden Idol from Raiders recently, so I'm still thinking about that. My Golden Idol and Loveless would be great to have on my shelf. Chris, who's your who's your gold? So, like I said, I stayed away from giving the actors yeah. the awards because you know, so I went with Elmer Bernstein. I like I like the music here. I love this yep. this score. It's you know, I love fin- the theme. Yeah, this the music is familiar to Bernstein's legitimate work back in the 60s he has a little funky post-funk little thing little what's that called Derek a sidebar in songwriting like bow, 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 bow. Does that oh one? just like uh, I know what you're saying like yeah. it's a little bit of addition to it yeah yeah. so he kind of modernizes it a little bit and uh, he, it's so good the score that you don't really have enough time to process how stupid some of this stuff is where it keeps the movie going you know it's like we got this it, it almost reminds me of, like, Forward you know, you know how like, when a tag team comes together that's, like, unlikely in wrestling, and they put their two theme songs together, and it's terrible? This is the opposite of that. It's, like, yeah, really yeah. pretty. It's like, oh, that's cool. It's kind of, they're bringing both the old school and new school together. It's a cool song. I, I like the theme. To me, the music legitimizes the movie as, like, just a creative work overall. So, yeah, sure. Right. Derek? Gold. Yeah, Kenneth Branagh for me, for gold. Everything you said, and um, I, like I said, his laugh, the way he talks, he he does understand what he's doing in this movie. He's yeah. bringing that color to this movie of, like, he's a ridiculous, over-the-top villain. Like, when you think about his, like, you know, somebody thinking about his, like, you know, his, the villain, he's got no legs, his beard is outrageous, he has this weird, like, kind of mullet thing going on, but not really. He's loud, he's obnoxious, and... It's like a fancy mullet. And uh, yeah, and of course he's he just came out of the Confederate Army. Everybody thought he was dead, and he explodes out of an Abraham Lincoln, and he's just so good. And uh, I hate I hate when people are like, "Oh, Kenneth Branagh could do better." Like, this is great. Yeah, there shouldn't be too much backlashes. It's for kids, like we said. Like, don't take it so serious. Yeah, and, and his death too. When he's like, I love when anytime Jim West is falling or Loveless is falling, they always scream the other person's name. Jim West is like, Loveless! And Loveless is falling. He's like, West! It's like, the Batman and Joker. <laughs> like, they're mortal enemies. I think the best West was, uh, was what's his face, though? McGrath. Ted Levine in the first scene. Yeah. yeah. West! <laughs> West! West! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My mother's name was Dora. <laughs> Wait. 
Um, You're a great big fat person. So my gold medal goes to John Peters. Excellent choice. And uh, Derek, you have not seen Licorice Pizza yet. No, that's on my list. Okay, uh, John Peters is a character in the movie Licorice Pizza. 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 Uh, Licorice Pizza, played by um, by uh, uh, Bradley Cooper. Uh, and I think in our Oscar episode, we were like, yeah. "Well, he should really be in the running to play for an Oscar for I playing this role." A sequel spin. One hundred percent. Just him doing the John Peters story. Have you have you heard the story Kevin Smith? Uh, as far as I know, your cousin uh, tells. About his meeting John Peters. No, I don't think so. Okay, so I'm going to do it very briefly. I recommend checking this out online or an evening Kevin Smith DVD, whatever, whatever you get. So, at the time, Kevin Smith is hired to write Superman. John Peters has the rights to produce a Superman movie. Goes to John Peters, uh, you know, through a, through a series of events. They go and they sit down, and uh, John Peters. Tells Kevin Smith his demands for a Superman movie. He's like, first thing, Superman's going to fight a polar bear. <laughs> polar bears are the uh, deadliest creature in the animal kingdom. Okay, fine. You can write, write that in. It's fine. Second, Superman's going to fight a giant fucking spider. Spiders are the deadliest creatures in the animal kingdom. And, you know, the movie kind of falls through, and then Kevin Smith... Who was Superman in that one? He was not cast yet. Kevin Smith said he was writing it for Affleck. Oh, nice. Uh, but uh, it's, but they but Peters wanted Sean Penn. Sean Penn is Superman. Yeah, this this would oh, been like this, this would been like nineteen ninety six. This is after the Tim Burton Nick Cage. This is before that. This is before that because Smith drops out yep. and Burton takes over. Oh, and then Nick Cage comes in. And then Nick Cage. So Nick yeah. Cage eventually would have ended up fighting the spider. Yes, yes, he would have. Wow. Um, but then you know that that falls through when it goes Superman Returns, but. Flash forward, Kevin Smith is like, you know, yeah, yeah maybe a year later, I'm si- or a couple years later, I'm sitting there and I'm watching Wild Wild West, I'm thinking, what a piece of shit. <laughs> and suddenly this giant fucking spider! <laughs> so, John Peters, by virtue of getting his giant spider, and producing this movie, and as Chris said, basically taking over. Dreams come true in Hollywood. Yep. He gets, he gets the gold. Great. John Peters. Uh... Stressand. 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 So let's go to recasting. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start here. Because okay. really, I just wanted you to picture the same script. Yeah. The same exact script. But directed by Quentin Tarantino. And just take all the actors from Django Unchained. And just match them. To like whatever role. That's that's a good correlation. There's a, good, there's a little inspiration behind this. So yeah, just take Jamie Fox and he's he's Jim West. Yep. I mean, and Chris, definitely Chris, saw Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz is, is, is uh, yeah is, uh, is, is Artemis. Loveless. Yeah, DiCaprio's Loveless. Um, what's uh, not MC Ganey the other? Yeah, MC Ganey is uh, is uh, Bloodbath Bloodbath McGrath. I think I think yeah you, you take uh, yeah I think it works. I think it works. Same script, directed by Tarantino. Okay. That basically is Django, though. <laughs> it's half of DiCaprio. I, I, I know Derek's got a good list. I started yeah. just laboring over it. I mean, we'll see. Okay. So what, what, uh, what roles do you, you both have? Right, since you already did that, why don't we just do it? Well, let's just change it up. I'll just do all mine on a row. Okay. Yeah, i do all yours in a row. Sounds good. So I did Jim West, Artemis Gordon, uh, Alice Loveless, Rita Escobar, and Bloodbath McGrath. Okay. So I will go from bottom to top. So my Bloodbath McGrath is Peter Stormar. Yeah, okay. Uh, he's he's a great actor. He does a lot of cool yeah, things. Love he plays the devil in Constantine, all that good stuff. My Rita, I, I, I kind of struggle with Rita, honestly, because Selma Hayek, she's just like, mm-hmm. I hate to say it, I hate to be like this this guy, but she's uh, she's she's eye candy. Let's be honest about it. And she's a great actress, actress as well. Um, Anna Taylor-Joy. I went, with, Taylor-Joy, yeah. Yeah, I went with her for this role. Um, I'm gonna jump over to my Jim West. And I knew Taylor Joy as Rita Escobar. Escobar. <laughs> She's the, the, the whitest. Um, uh, so my Artemis Gordon. So I'll, my Jim West and Artemis Gordon are Michael B. Jordan and as Artemis as West. Okay, yeah. And uh, Tom Felton. Okay. As yeah. Artemis Gordon. I just forgot I wanted yeah. to fit him in somewhere. Go. I think he might be a good Will one. Felton. Uh, and my Arliss Loveless is Karen Culkin. Yeah. 
uh, just from just from seeing him in succession, I think he's just a wacky dude, and I think he could pull it off and be kind of nuts, just like Kenneth Branagh, and bring that crazy energy to the movie. So, nice. Yeah, your your cast is younger than mine. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, very young. All very right. Young. So so I got for Col I got Coleman, McGrath, Loveless, Grant, Escobar, Gordon, and Jim West. So Grant and 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 uh, are right. not the same actor. No, no, not in this one. So for Coleman, I Stephen Root. Love Stephen. Yep. Stephen Root Great. Coleman. He's such a versatile actor. Bloodbath McGrath. You you found the good one, Peter Stromar. I, this one I was thinking, of, who could do this Ted Levine stuff? Michael Shannon. <laughs> kind of son of a bitch. Hit those Why notes. Why is it that when I think of Ted Levine roles, I go to Michael, Michael Shannon? Shannon. <laughs> he's got the wacky look in the I voice. I thought of Shannon too, and I'm like, yep. is he too old? Uh, but but no, yeah. Levine was old. When he yeah, yeah. Uh, Alice Loveless. Um, I'm going back to the show. Peter Dinklage. Yeah, yeah. We go back to the show. We'll, we'll lose the gimmick with the cut in half. And you for Ulysses S. Grant. If this is a proper reboot, this is a perfect role for Kevin Klein to play again. So it's a reboot, <laughs> right. and Kevin Klein's still here, it's revisiting his most famous role, <laughs> <laughs> coming back for Grant. For Rita Escobar, I stuck with Latina Selena Gomez. Does she act? Yeah, she's good. Check. How check come her. every fucking singer thinks they can act? Well, she started as an actress on Disney or whatever oh, Nickelodeon, oh. and okay. then she sang. Okay, well, come react to they can sing. <laughs> she's in like she's in that show with Steve yeah, Martin. With Steve Martin. Right now. Yeah, check it Steve, out. Yeah. Oh, with the Martin Short. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. And she's in a, a a film of He Who Should Not Be Mentioned with Timothy Chalamet. Is she? What's, uh, what's she? Rainy Day in New York? Okay, are you gonna bleep that out, Rick? No, yeah, we <laughs> Chalamet's no for both. No, we did a Chalamet now, so he's back in. No, but this is a He Who the filmmaker who shall not be named. Oh, like oh, okay, all right, yeah. It's a Woody movie. Oh, okay. Oh, it's yeah, a Woody yeah. Polanski. Okay. It's a Woody yeah. movie. Yeah, there's so many people who should not be named. Yeah, but you guys are always giving me Woody shit all the time. Gotta suck on your he's Woody your boy, jokes. He's your boy. He's your boy. <laughs> um, Artemis Gordon. I had two. If you're going acting, Benedict Cumberbop. Cumberbop? Cumberbop. If you're going straight <laughs> Benadryl acting... Benadryl Cumberbundu. Yeah. <laughs> Benadryl Cumberbund, yes. If you're going straight acting, you go Doctor Strange. Okay. If you want to make him more funny and less of the straight man... You go with the guy who plays Barry, on the guy from SNL, the self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, we've used him so many times before. Okay. Bill Hader. But yes, Bill Hader, yeah. yeah. You know what? I think Cumberbatch though does do comedy well too. Like I think the first Doctor Strange movie, he I, I like his. I think of he does, but then he does. I was like, if you does he is he as funny as Kevin Klein? Well, Probably you've, you've seen Sherlock. Like he does banter very well. He yeah. does, yeah. So Cumberbatch or Barry, okay. and then for Jim West, Lakeith Stanfield. Yep, love yeah. him. Perfect. The, 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 the same three that we choose. Michael yeah. Jordan, Stanfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like any other casting agent, you know, they're, they're in the prime of their career. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Got to do it. All right. If it was up to us, they would be making fucking millions. Absolutely. Of absolutely. <laughs> Overworked. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so I have one more miscellaneous. Now, the the scene at the very beginning of the movie where, where Jim West and, you know, the, the lovely lady are making love. Uh, oh yeah. Now is that not in the town's drinking water? Probably so. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, Jim West, great guy, uh, secret agent, whatever he does, uh, starts the secret service. Uh, don't want him fucking in my drinking water. <laughs> don't want that. That's no good. Okay. I, Pass. I, 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 can, I can agree with you. <laughs> don't want any. Listen, I love you guys. I'm not drinking any liquid your balls have been in. So this is just a way to set up the whole situation of like, this is the romantic West. This is where you don't use water to drink. You use it to hump. Yeah. Yeah. My last miscellaneous as well is just just to say it out loud, Will Smith turned down the Matrix to be in this movie. <laughs> he sure did. A, 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 he offered more money though. Uh, yeah, it's something that he now regrets. But I think there should have been three Wild West movies. It should have been a trilogy. They should have, they should have added one. one more wild to each <laughs> sequel. Loveless, Loveless falls to his death, but he actually survives, and he's like, the villain in he's the, another half. The villain in the second one is his legs. His <laughs> <laughs> legs that come back. It's me. This should have at least been a follow-up. If you don't get to a third one, we should at least got, like, you know, The Empire Strikes Back in the Wild Wild West movies. <laughs> Loveless Strikes Back. <laughs> Loveless Legs Strike Back. <laughs> yeah. All right, so um, let's, let's, do you have any, any anything we haven't brought up that we need to talk about? I just know we're heading into Oscar section. We're heading into Oscars. A, one, a, a year that we have talked about uh, many times. Uh, surprisingly, shockingly, Wild Wild West is n- was not nominated for any Oscars. <laughs> not even no. like special effects or uh, No. Costumes? 
no, we've uh, we've talked about this year quite a few times. Actually, we did a whole series. So it was stiffed. Let me ask you this, Rick. The ultimate the well, ultimate question, Rick. Yeah. What's a better movie, Wild Wild West or The Cider House Rules? Oh, they're both bad in different ways. But come on, give, give me an answer. Which one's the better? <sighs> I'll, have to, I'll have to think about it. This is an easy. You one. at least laughed during Wild Wild West. You chuckled. I did. You didn't laugh during Cider House Rules. True. True. <laughs> Uh, but I think Delroy Lindo has, has a good performance in Cedar's Rules. So, uh, so yeah, let's talk about. Uh, well, let's go to. Yeah, let's let's talk about effects, best visual effects. Uh, there's three nominees for best visual effects. Wild Wild West is not one of them. Um, it, I mean, we know what wins. It's the Matrix. Uh, the other nominees are Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. I know Chris is not another gonna that one. great movie. Are you being on, on the level now? I fucking hate or? that movie. That movie sucks. Wow. With a big S. The only thing about that movie that you can watch is the Darth Maul fight at the end. That is the only reason to ever watch that movie. But that's like a 40-minute scene. And I saw that movie in the theaters, and I went out and I bought a, lights, a fake lightsaber with my cousins. We all played. And then years later, I was like, that movie was terrible. Just put it this way. When it comes to... I, we won't get into it because it's not the episode one episode. <laughs> but when that movie came out, if I was 16, I would have got my Jar Jar Binks tattoo. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> I'm not glad. I wish you did. Um, and the other army, of course, as we as we know, uh, the the special effects classic, Stuart Little. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but this, this how a, did they get Michael J. Fox no, so but, I mean, small you, to you also, I mean, when you when you look at this year, I mean, you have um, the Mummy probably should have been in there. Um, yeah, it's, really, the Mummy didn't get nominated for special effects. Yeah, I'm surprised right? over Stuart That's a Little. Weird. Yep. Uh, uh, Sleepy Hollow. Oh yeah, that, that was because that has way more practical effects, and they they yeah. wanted to go CGI. Did one yeah. of you not like that movie? Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, that's fine. Somebody I know hates it, and I yeah. I actually really like it. It's a great like Halloween. Yeah, it sounds like, like a grumpy take to hate that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I forget who I, somebody. There's nothing wrong with it. Whoever you are, it's a, it's a, it's a fun autumn movie. Who doesn't like yeah. it? Yeah. I like to watch that one and from hell back to back. Well, let's talk about the uh, the Above the Line Awards here. Best Picture, as we know, is won by American Beauty. The other nominees are Cider House Rules, The Green Mile, The Insider, and The Sixth Sense. And if we have a whole series. Go back and listen to our 99 Oscar Best Picture series uh, for our thoughts on that. Uh, I think we came down uh, separate, differently on what we thought should be yeah. uh, nominated. But Chris, we're, do, I mean, do you guys see Wild Wild West fitting in here? Or? Yeah, yeah. I still think it's better than Cider House Rules. I agree with Derek that... If you had to take one out and put one in, I would say Wild Wild West is better than that movie. But when it comes to this as an Oscar movie, of course it's not by any means. Yes. Right. But Hollywood, if they didn't treat it like it's supposed to... Everybody knows John Peters, right? Yeah. So wouldn't a bunch of people... Wouldn't it be funny for them to just get together and be like, yo, let's nominate him for Best Producer. Let's nominate this for Best Picture. Just to see how <laughs> just to insane fuck with Peters. this yeah. ego can grow. I mean, just... Just as a joke, as a prank. Of course it's not going to win, but let's just nominate it. Just see what happens. All right. So uh, Best Director, Sam Mendes wins for American Beauty. Lassie Hallstrom for Cedar House Rules. Spike Jones being John Malkovich. Another one that could have been nominated for effects. Um, Michael Mann for The Insider. And M. Night Shyamalan for The Sixth Sense. Uh, I don't think Sonnenfeld gets gets in there. Uh, Best... Side of house rules again. That's the question mark here. What's better? Yeah. better they're, they're both. They're listen. This is ninety nine. There's a ton of great movies. Yeah, we're not running a yeah. true meritocracy. Yeah, yet. yeah. You know, um, best actors. Uh, another he sh- who shall not be named. Kevin Spacey wins. Of course, American Beauty. Russell Crowe in The Insider. Richard Farnsworth in The Straight Story. Sean Penn, Sweet and Lowdown, and Denzel Washington in The Hurricane. Uh, Will I don't I don't think he makes it this year. I think you know I think he's nah. probably skipped. Jim West doesn't get in there. Uh, best actress, uh, of course, you know Selma Hayek could be. Uh, no, no, best, no, nothing for Selma Hayek. Best, best, she would never be nominated for this movie. But if anything, <laughs> be best supporting. Okay, all right. Um, best supporting actor, of course, our favorite our favorite acting category of all time. Michael Caine in Santa House Rules <laughs> was not better than Kenneth Branagh in Wild Wild West. I actually agree with that. Uh, yeah, I actually I'm agree with that. Thank I'm, you, I'm in. Rick. I'm in for that. Yeah. I don't know what Michael. I don't Kane's get a gonna... lot of those from Rick. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I'm in there. But obviously, uh, you know, uh, Tom Cruise is also so Michael Caine wins for Cedar's Rules. Uh, good night, you kings of New England. 
uh, sons of Maine, you kings of New England. I'm glad that you remember that because I didn't. Yeah. Um, Tom Cruise nominated for Magnolia, Michael Clark Duncan in The Green Mile, Jude Law in Talented Mr. Ripley, and Haley Joel Osment, who we're going to see up on that stage so many times, <laughs> so many times after this. Uh, he wins uh, for Sixth Sense. Uh, Best Supporting Actress, uh, Angelina Jolie in Girl Interrupted wins. Tony Collette's nominated for The Sixth Sense. Catherine Keener for being John Malkovich, Samantha Morton in Sweet and Lowdown, and Chloe Sevigny for Boys Don't Cry. I want to ask Michael Caine now what he thinks about his comment. What do you think now? I don't even remember. Yeah, he's going to say, he's gonna say well, De- it's his career to lose. He's going to say, Derek, I was fucking high when I said that. <laughs> I, I feel like that we shouldn't do um, Oscars for this one. We should do MTV movies. Oh my god. I just looked it up real quick. Okay, so, yeah, let's so, do it. So for Best Movie, MTV yeah. Movie Awards, The, the Matrix, Matrix wins. Yeah. Okay. And it was nominated against American Pie, Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, yes. The Sixth Sense, and American Beauty, which crossed wow. over. Wow, good, good for The Sixth Sense yeah. crossover as well. It's two crossovers. I think, uh, I think, yeah, Wild Wild West, I don't even think it's better than these. Did, was it nominated for Best Kiss? Or, no. <laughs> Best Breakthrough Female. Oh, okay. Julia Stiles, 10 Things I Hate About Okay, you. excellent. That's a good one. Yeah. She won. Uh, Carrie and Moss, The Matrix. Wasn't she around by the time The Matrix came out? Nominated. Nah. Best rhythmic scene when, oh. when, when Will Smith taps her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> Best on-screen duo. It's oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. Um, so Mike Myers and Vern Troyer win. Okay, that's fair. Best villain. Loveless throw in. Mike Myers wins for his... He played a lot of villains. Yeah. So he doesn't... Can, there's no there's no Wild Wild West in any of these. There's no Wild Wild West. Kenneth Branagh, Best Villain? Come on. So it also, nom. Christopher Walken's here. For oh. <laughs> the Headless Horseman. Oh. He, he did two seconds of He's actual not even in here. the movie. <laughs> and Ray Park, who also played the Headless Horseman, is here for Darth Maul. And then Sarah Michelle Gellar for Cruel Intentions. And Matt Damon for The Talented Mr. Ripley. Yeah, all right. I say take out Damon yeah. for Ripley. Throw Loveless in. Yeah, sure. Why best, not? best comedic performance, Adam Sandler for Big Daddy. Best kiss. Here it is. All right. Oh, Sarah Michelle Gellar and Selma Blair. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't, unstoppable. <laughs> Best action sequence. How are you going to beat this one? The pod race. Oh, over the ma- over everything in the Matrix. Over the, the Bla- pod race. Wow. Well, this is a weird one. It says the Blair Witch Project for the end sequence, which to me wasn't very action Yeah, it's not real action-packed. Right. It says helicopter scene from the Matrix and sand monster scene from the Mummy. That was a good one. That was, yep, yep. Oh, Best Musical Sequence. This is a good one. Terrence and Phillip, f- Uncle Fuck. Yeah. That wins? <laughs> that one, yeah. How do they say it in, on MTV? How do they say it, I wonder? They Uncle Bleeper, it. yeah. Uncle Bleeper. Heath Ledger for 10 Things I Hate About You. Mike Wy- Mike Myers for Just the Two of Us. And this Just is the Two of Us. Matt Damon, Jude Law, and Rosario Fiorelli for Tu Vula Americano from The Talents of Mr. Ripley. I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah, no, do you know that scene? No, I don't. And then Best Fight. Ed Norton versus himself with Fight Club. Okay. Lee Neeson, Ewan McGregor, Ray Park. That didn't win. That's it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, Fight Club, we differ on that movie, but yeah, I think uh, I think you, you got to give that one episode one. Mike Myers and Vern Troyer for The Spy Who Shagged Me. Sure. And the winner was Keanu Reeves and Lawrence Fishburne. The okay. Yep, yeah, sure. The training montage. Okay. So what do you think, guys? Wild Wild West deserve any of this action? Wild Wild West. <laughs> I mean, did, yeah. it, did, did the video win best at the VMAs? Or, no, I'm kidding. Um, so they don't have a best. Oh, you know, best song was Uncle. Okay. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's probably more appropriate. Maybe maybe we dip into that over the next few weeks. <laughs> the best song of that year was about fucking your uncle. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's still brilliant, dude. It's still, it's still hilarious. Um, so. Now we come. Well, first of all, what are we eating with this movie, Derek? What are we eating with Wild Wild West? Is it a, is it a Western omelet? Um, I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and say this in a very serious manner. I think that, like you said before, people don't take this movie seriously. It's meant to be like, just chill, have a good time, hot summer night. Like, this is goofy. Have some fucking popcorn. That was meant to be a popcorn movie. Just chill and have some stupid snacks, have some fucking Junior Mints, and watch fucking Kenneth Branagh go nuts. I agree. On his little wheelchair. Junior Mints, okay. <laughs> um, I love Junior Mints. Yeah. <sighs> mints are gross. Uh, Gia, you know what, I knew you were going to look at me. You know what? They taste you're like toothache. Toothache. If I want to brush my teeth, I'll use fucking mints. Okay, I don't know if you guys are the same person with the same exact, that's all she says. <laughs> oh, I don't want toothpaste. Andy's Mints are awesome. to say Snowcap. That's what you meant, right? Yes. Snowcap. Twizzlers. 
Here's what, here's what I'm eating with this movie. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a Twizzler, I'm biting the ends off, I'm using the straw to suck up orange soda. That's, that's what this movie is. Um, I'm glad you could agree with us. Yeah, yeah okay. It's, it's Certainly perfect, nothing minty. So it's a perfect popcorn movie, so sure. in some way it's perfect. Uh, sure. Um, this so, is a better popcorn movie than for me, like than so, the Transformers. So now we come to the most important part of the show, and Derek, that's when you're going to take thirty seconds and really make the case that Wild Wild West is the greatest movie of all, all time. time. The greatest movie from fucking Edison on, from the fucking Meliers to fucking uh, Orson Welles to like, you know, to Hitchcock to Spielberg, Wild Wild West. Tell us why it's better than all that shit. Three, two, one. Before I start, you can't just say that is a man's head over and over again. <laughs> I wasn't going to. <laughs> all right, three, two, one, go. This summer. No, Wild Wild West, Barry Sonnenfeld, 1999. Uh, you can't go wrong watching this movie on a hot summer night, eating some candy, and just smoking a fucking blunt, right? Just, yeah. just, just, just chill. Watch this movie. Eat some colored Twizzlers, and drink some fucking Hawaiian punch, and just have some fun. It's funny and it's good. It's the greatest film of all time. Better than The Godfather. <laughs> Derek, uh, I just want to ask, what is the alternative to colored Twizzlers? Well, you know they have like the uh, like the yeah, package yeah, of like red, red orange, blue, green. They have okay. all okay. It's a multicolored, multicolored yeah, ones. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Wait, so let me ask one question yeah. about this episode before we finish. Sure. When we do the ranking, how are we ranking this? Against the other movies or just in general? Like, What do you mean? Like, Again, this, you rank them, so, like 1 so through 50. I'm yeah. taking this movie serious for the t- you, you do you, boo-boo. Well, you put it this way. Maybe look at it like, would you watch this over another movie more the, often? Okay. Here, here's, here's, you know what I mean? Yeah. You, get, you should look Thank at you it. Know. You should look at it however you choose. All right. However, if, you know. It's if, off to the races then. Yep. If you want to put this number <laughs> yeah, one, number if one. you... If you sincerely think this is better than it you know be, Return of the King, it would and be you know all the other movies we've watched, The Lion King is better than The Godfather. It's, oh, <laughs> okay, all right. Hey, well, Anthony, you listening? We're coming after you, boy. Coming for you. <laughs> the Lion King. Did you guys see that me- the thing I put up on Facebook about The Lion King yesterday or the day before? Was like Scar's real name is like it translates oh, yeah, to like garbage. We, t- we talked about that on the episode. Yeah. Oh, his name is Garbage. Yeah. 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 I'm uh, 35 years old. I got, I'm losing my mind. All right, I'm so an old man, Rick. Right? <laughs> so that's been our episode uh, on uh, Wild Wild West. And uh, let's talk about what we have coming up Next here. Next week, the sequel. Next. Excellent, excellent East. It's, no, it's actually Wild 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 West is the sequel. <laughs> uh no, so and next, what do you get? Worse than the first yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> what so, do you get when you add more wild? If, if they did do the sequel to this, it'd be one of those sequels where none of the original cast came back. Yeah, direct, to, direct to video. <laughs> direct, like yeah. Um, so let's talk about what we have coming up uh, next week. Uh, and clearly what is a very similar movie that we're doing back-to-back here is Alien. Chris is going to be back for the, that one. Can't wait for that. Uh, as we start our Creature Triple Feature uh, we go Alien, and of course you follow up Alien with our first Arnold and Predator. Hopefully our last. I, just, I, just, I want everyone to just picture that both me and Chris just put our shoulders back and just took a sharp <laughs> breath in through our nose when Derek said that. But no, We'll, we'll get to Batman and Robin. Slander. Slander. Yeah. Treasonous slander. Greg Arnold, great actor. Great actor. Great actor. You insulting actor. Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, infringes on my HIPAA rights. Uh, <laughs> no, so we're with, with with we're going Predator there, the the manliest movie ever made, uh, and then the the ultimate creature, of course, the Devil, Beelzebub, Old There's Scratch himself. So many names. Yep. Uh, Call me Dad. Devil's Advocate with uh, our good friend. Good friend of the show. A good friend of the show, Al Pacino. Al's coming on for that one. I don't he's coming on. He's going to be there. Yeah. That's the one episode he doesn't come on. <laughs> yeah, he'll be there. Uh, and that's going to take us through July. Um, and then we get... Uh, and then you know, let's, let's, let's go into very very light and breezy August, I feel like. Or at least the beginning, anyway. Before it gets really dark and complex at the end of August. But, uh, yeah, nice, easy, breezy. Take us out of the Creature Triple feature. Uh, we get Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Okay. And then we get School of Rock. 
Love it. Couple fun. of fun movies. Some fun. Some fun times. Yeah. Some fun times. You get you get you got some candy. You got some music. That's what. What else do you need? What are you gonna eat with Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, Derek? Uh, no. So uh, got some fun stuff coming up. Hope you'll join us. Uh, I do want to thank you so much for joining us today. I have, as always, have been your co-host, Rick. Barrasso. Yeah, we're doing that now. I, 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 we're going to edit that part out. No, no, no. I, no. I'm, I'm in charge of this Damn one. It. Damn it. Ricky, Ricky. And I, your co-host, Ricky Ricky Wild. Ricky Wild. Ricky Ricky Wild. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, and of course, we've had Chris. Chrissy. Chrissy Wild. Chrissy Wild. He'll be here next week, too. Yep, that's true. Keep, keep, I guess watching Wild Wild West, everyone. Keep wilding. Keep, keep wilding. <laughs> keep chase your giant spider. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>